I'll tell you what has really bad pacing. What's that? And really bad just about everything else. What's that? The movie we're watching tonight. Oh, what is that? Well, first, I'll tell you who I am. Okay. Hi, I'm Josh Birch, an analyst here in Nashville, and man, do I love apples. <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and uh, surprisingly, I'm white instead of Asian. <laughs> uh Hi, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I think I'm going to be the next dog of this world. And, and we're opinionated. That would be a really weird world. Like, <laughs> like you're not the worst. Like, you're far from the bottom of my choices of people that have to become the new god, but... It's just going to be an interesting, interesting special place. It sure is. Well, guys, today we are watching the Netflix released Death Note movie. It came out in 2017, currently has a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, which Oof. is way higher than I thought it was going to be. It is, honestly. It. I haven't seen it before, but I've heard lots about it. Man, uh, it was directed by Adam Wingard, and it stars Nat Wolf, Lakeith Stanfield, Margaret Quelly, Shay Wingham, Willem Dafoe, and others. A high school student named Light Tur... Are you serious? Just read it. Just okay, read it. sorry, sorry. A high school student named Light Turner discovers a mysterious notebook that has the power to kill anyone whose name is written within its pages and launches a secret crusade to rid the world of criminals. Okay, so I know that all of us have seen the Death Note anime. I think personally, if if any of our listeners have gone through and heard our, um, our anime month that we did, uh, you'll know that although I have some respect for a lot of anime that's been put out there, is really not my scene. That's just not my preferred type yeah. of media. Um, but I was convinced to watch the Death Note anime, and I really enjoyed like the first two-thirds of it. <laughs> that's about what I'd Anyone say. Anyone who's watched it, w- most people would agree that it kind of falls off in that third. third. But, uh, <laughs> but, but still, I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of, of thought that went into the plot twists and the characters, and they developed them really well especially in the way that they thought and interacted with each other. And I was blown away by it. And so I had high hopes when I heard that there was a Death Note movie coming out. And then uh, I had much lower hopes when I heard it was being made by Netflix. I was and then say, I had all of those hopes crushed as soon as I watched the dang thing. Oof. Um, I know both of you have seen the anime. Have either of you seen the movie? I have not. Uh, I, I heard the reputation this was getting, and I just never bothered to make time to sit down and watch the train wreck, although I've, I've seen some reviews of it, so it, the, the Light Turner thing should have... I, I guess I just have forgotten that between like when, I, when this came out and, and that whole thing. But I mean, your intro was that you're white instead of Asian. You I mean, I remember that coming. part. It's just uh, Light Turner. Wow. That's just like... Is he grown-up Tammy Turner? Is that the whole thing? Like, <laughs> Yeah. He, um, it takes a dark turn. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Uh, Brian, what about you? I've seen scenes from the from the movie, and I was pretty much in the same boat as you that I knew it was a train wreck, and just, I would watch scenes that I thought would be funny from it. Okay. You have you not sat down and watched the whole thing? No, not at all. Oh my goodness, you guys are in for a treat. Like a really <laughs> terrible, awful treat you'll never want to have again. <laughs> well, um, since we haven't seen it, I mean, I guess I could say that Death Note is another anime that I really like. I also, there's a certain point at the midpoint, and anyone who watched it is knowing exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah. there's a certain point at the midpoint where I was like, well... I'm more or less done with this, but it picked up really, really well in the last episode. I really liked that the last, last episode. episode. Yes. No, um, let, let me ask you guys, um, uh, Brian. I have you have you seen the anime as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you guys wanted to get something out of this movie, if you're looking at the anime, knowing that they're gonna have to trim stuff out of it, cut stuff down, change stuff just to make it fit in a movie format, 
That being said, what are you? What would you like to see in this? What would be your ideal Death Note movie? Well, there actually is a Japanese produced Death Note movie. Um, it was one thing I was arguing back when you know this whole oh they made light wh- a white guy thing happened. I was like, well, they've already done a full Asian cast in Japan version of Death Note. Like, was it good? I like it. I think that they the, it's a two part thing, but it the place where the first movie ends works pretty organically in my mind. I think it's a place where, uh, you know, light makes a pretty decisive turn. So it it works on that level. Um, and I enjoyed it, although that was many years ago. And so I don't know how I would feel about it if I watched it now, but I think that that was a pretty good blueprint for how you would do it. Cause you can set up the, the interesting parts of the death note, have some interesting parts in the middle where he's killing a whole bunch of people and then people start to follow him. And, you know, there like I don't want to ruin too much for anyone who hasn't seen Death Note. So you know, skip ahead fifteen seconds. There's a part where Light turns and starts to like kill police officers who are after him, and I think that's a big turning point, and that's sort of where they make the big turning point of that movie. And I think that that's a good place to kind of end things if you've if you've set it up well. And the next movie, you know, kind of plays out the rest of the story, but you know, ends it a lot sooner rather than later with a cool twist on how the story ended in the in the manga. And so I I think that they did a really good job with those. And so with that blueprint already out there, surely this would be an easy thing to just knock out of the park, right? Bigger budget, better special effects. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ryuk is probably better because <laughs> he's not great in that in that movie you know <laughs> is he great. a guy in a rubber suit in the, he is in the not he one? is he is a cgi creation but you know i mean it's it's not uh exactly up to hollywood of 2018 standards if you know what i mean fair enough H- how about you brian what would i change about or what would i what would you want from this if if the, in, a, in a world where you didn't know that it was crap like what would you go in hoping like baseline hmm that's a pretty interesting question because there's not a lot i would cut out it would be really hard for me to condense all of Death Note into one movie. Yeah. And like hit all the important points of like character development and mm-hmm. changing throughout like seeing light change, seeing like them developing each character just so like when someone gets betrayed or someone has their own turn, it it really it has that impact. Yeah. 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 So I I I guess I'll just have to see this one and see and judged by what should not happen what i would think should happen <laughs> that makes that, sense that, that's fair well and, and i guess for our listeners that haven't seen death note but are still interested in in listening to our thoughts on the movie just a kind of a quick summary is that um a death god uh drops his notebook which is essentially his killing tool down to earth for a human to find just because he's bored and wants to kind of sow some chaos yeah and all you have to do to, to use it is write someone's name in that notebook and they're and, dead yeah and there's a lot of other rules as far as things that you can do with that like oh it has you know they die after this amount of time you can write how they die there's these limitations to it right um and and the gist of the anime comes down to it's essentially a chess game. Think Sherlock and Moriarty, where it's between Light Yagami, who is the high school student that finds this death note, the, the notebook of the death god, uh, and it's between him, who's decided he's going to become just the voice of justice and kill people he thinks needs to die. Which, to be fair, he starts off with, you know, criminals and that kind of thing, so yeah, it's not, it doesn't that. immediately go to, like, a level where you're like, whoa... This guy is 100% in the wrong from yeah. the beginning. You he, can kind of see killing, where he's, he's coming killing from. He's killing like mass murderers and that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a cat and mouse game, a chess match between him and L, who is a pretty secretive... Absurdly detective. smart detective. Absurdly smart 
detective who works for the police. And it's a, it's a game of wits, pretty much. And they're constantly trying to one-up each other without knowing who the other person is. And so it, it's it's really, really interesting. I really recommend you go listen listen to go watch the anime if you haven't already absolutely and i recommend you listen to our thoughts on this movie instead of watching it yourself <laughs> but you'll get to do that in just a minute because we're going to go take off and watch it now all right back in a bit the human whose name is written in this note shall die shall we begin <laughs> you're death god yes what exactly can i do with this death note put your name down and see what happens podcasting was a mistake (laughs) you're in that bad of a mood huh everything is awful (laughs) that is that is one of the worst things i've ever seen like i don't know how i would feel about it outside of having seen death note but i can't imagine my thoughts would be positive even if I had never encountered Death Note in any way before seeing that movie. This is just a bad movie, man. It's just bad on every... Like, every decision they make in this movie is the least possible interesting decision. What, was, was it as bad as I made it out to be? Worse. Worse. You did not sell it hard enough on how bad this was. Otherwise, we might not have watched it. If you'd accurately conveyed to me how bad this movie was, I might have turned it down. I think the phrase misery loves company comes to mind. Like, I, I, I enjoyed watching you experience the terribleness that I had to go through watching this movie. Fair enough. I can, I can, I can understand that. <laughs> watching someone else in extreme pain would be, uh, yeah, I can, I can see the, the joy in that. <laughs> so, so, Death Note, the anime, is the, the strengths and the popularity of it comes directly from how strong the characters are. Well, There's not a lot of action. It's entirely driven suspense. by s- suspense. And we have these, basically it boils down to, we have these two really smart dudes who are outwitting each other. And we like their characters. It's not only that they're smart, but that they're they're both kind of likable. It's not just that they are strong characters. It's the specific strengths of those characters. Both Light and L are... in incredibly brilliant and the movie in, and, in the, the anime and the the anime and the manga go to extreme lengths to demonstrate how brilliant these characters are that they are intelligent above what a normal person could hope to get to and not only that though but they are both they're they're brilliant they are incredibly determined people and they are people who like have convictions and live their life in such a way as to live out those convictions this shithead is a stupid horny loser who doesn't think more than two steps ahead until oh i came up with a very brilliant plan at the end of the movie even though i could have come up with a much better plan at the end of the movie just by saying like misa or sorry mia mia hands over the death note and doesn't die and loves me forever until I burn her name and just loves me forever after that too. Cause the d- rules of this death note are not clear at all. <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate it so very much. How much were you paying attention at the very end where he was describing his last plan? He had, <sighs> there were three. Key okay. Components. Let, me, let me put it this way. I was paying more attention than the movie deserved and less attention than 
maybe could have given me the entire picture of what was going on. I think I understood it well enough. So was the doctor that fixed saved him at the end, was he a rapist or a molest, molester? Uh, the doctor who saved him... It's. I mean, it's not necessarily clear that he's he a rapist. He was one of those. He was yeah, one of those. But he, he was. was a, he was a bad, bad person. Or a he was something like. Was well, the, the, the molester is the second guy. Yeah. The so guy who writes guy in the thing. We are jumping yeah. to the last five minutes of the movie within the first five minutes well, I, of us getting I back to this podcast. I just want to get to this point before I forget. Why did he choose the molesting doctor to resuscitate him? So because you can't really write someone's name in the notebook and control what they do unless they're going to die afterwards. Yeah. No. That's fine. That's fine. So he's Just why the one that does weird stuff to people's bodies. Because then pick them. <laughs> no, no, no. Because, no. Your point is like he's killing someone. Like he's got no, to kill no, no, somebody. No, I know that. I know that. But why not? Why, why not? The why not the pick the one who's? Yeah. Why not pick the one who's like been doing tax evasion? If you're gonna have a doctor like fix you, pick the one that doesn't mess with his patients. Yeah. I mean, he's got to kill the person involved, right? No, like that's fine. Yeah, but pick someone who's like a murderer. <laughs> pick no. someone who's gonna leave you yeah. alone. It would be hilarious if, like, the very last scene of this movie, like after the credits, the after credit scene is, by the way, like the guy who gave you mouth to mouth resuscitation. We gave you mouth to mouth for way too long. We, well, we don't know how to tell you this, but you have HIV. My butthole feels really <laughs> weird since I got back from this coma. Okay, let's let's sorry, jump. Sorry, you you back guys. To the beginning of this movie. Yes, I I agree. The first we get to see of Light Turner, okay. not Light Yagami. Here's the thing. I was shocked when we hit the title of this movie. Like when when the when the title comes up, I was like, "That's that's our beginning." And I didn't even realize that we had seen Mia, who is going to be Misa in in this beginning. I knew. I knew. I didn't. I think I, I, I think, could tell just because they put too much emphasis on her. Like this has to be someone, and there's only one person it could be. Yeah, but it just like okay, light in this movie is just the worst possible idea for this character. Now, had they gone a, a slightly different route, this could have been a fantastic movie. And that slightly different route is to like let's leave all the the stuff that is supposed to connect this character to the character from the anime. Like don't name him Light, just have him be like Matt Turner, some some random, or you some know, normal name guy that name. Means light and, sure, yeah. if you want to even go that far, but I don't even want to go that far. I want him to be a completely different entity from the character of of hi, this my, movie. Hi, my name is Sun and just have him be a complete horrible monster have this movie be about what if a guy who was like three days away from doing a a a columbine what if that guy got a death note and just have this movie be about him and me and mia being horrible and like villainous characters and you're just seeing the movie through their light that could at least be an interesting movie but at every possible turn they try to give light some decision that will let us in some way stay on his side but instead of of making him seem moral in some way because he didn't kill his dad when he had the opportunity and it would have helped him it just makes him into a more boring character and you see that from the very first moments you see this character he is the blandest most boring possible version of he's a smart guy so like clearly he's sitting here creeping on all the cheerleaders and doing someone else's homework. He, he's not even that smart because Light in, in the original series uh, was incredibly smart, well-liked by his teachers and classmates, very popular with the girls. It, it was clear that he was like a super popular guy. He was not. Do, he was doing these these murders out of a sense of justice. I need to, of justice and I need to make the world a better place, not out of some sort of teenage angst. 
yeah, this this guy is just a normal teenager. He's okay. Light in the uh, in the original version, he is clearly in no way average at all, and that's intentional. No. He is smarter than you could possibly be. He's a, a, an incredibly handsome person because every girl in the series hits on him. And the interesting thing about that is that he doesn't feel like a a uh, power fantasy from that perspective because he doesn't care about any of that. Right. Like, he's not into any of the girls that are into him except for how he can use and manipulate him. And while that is in no way... Like, like, like specifically manipulate thing. them in order to further his goals as Kira. Exactly. Not, not like in some creepy way. Yeah, and that's and that's a horrible thing, but it makes him an interesting character, especially since he is more or less the protagonist of the story. But this loser, this light Timmy Turner piece of crap. <laughs> his he, penis is his divining rod. Everything he decides is based oh on Oh my his gosh, penis. so much of the murders that he t- commits, like, so much of writing in the Death Note is just because, like, wow, you know, murdering really gets Mia going. We don't even have to go that far. The immediate scene after the, the title comes up is, so... Bully McBully is here pushing some kid with glasses down on the ground and beating him up, which is the most contrived, tropey bull crap that you have not earned in any way. But let's even step past that. Light doesn't care about that at all. He's just kind of sitting there staring, watching that happen. Ryuk has to convince him to do it. No, no. Let's it's, not get there no, we're, we're way away from that. Oh, we're sure, still sure, at the sure. beginning oh, okay. when, when Mia steps in and is like, hey, stop picking on this guy. As though Mia for the rest of this movie will have any sort of moral compass at all. Which she does not. She is she is straight turned on by murder. She like, has a moral compass. It's just pointed south. Yeah. She's like, I have a moral compass and it's pointed directly at murder, murder, murder. Murder is great. And murder gets me horny. It like, does. It does. And that's not us making a joke either. Like, that's a part of the movie. It 100% is. But anyway, so Mia, at this point, still just a normal cheerleader who, who her, I guess her, her terrible thing is that she smokes. But, like, she is... Ooh, she's one of the rebellious ones. Sure. Because, right. like, it's not as though there would be, like, a gym teacher around who would say, hey, what are you doing, cheerleader girl, smoking in the middle of your your cheerleader workout, whatever that is. Like You can't a pi- tell a cheerleader what to do. They're like at the top of the, the pyramid. I, I was, <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. I was homeschooled, so I don't know. But still, I assume <laughs> there should be a gym teacher who can tell them something. Anyway, she gets involved in this situation before Light does, because Light is busy just standing there gawking at, oh my God, there is someone being picked on at this school. This must be a, a strange occurrence because of the way that I'm acting, even though this guy has clearly made a long habit of doing this. Anyway, she steps in and like pushes the guy and he's like, don't mess with this nerd. And that guy is like, you're a tiny girl. I'll push you back and just push it back. And that's when Light loses his crap. He doesn't care at and all about this kid. crap. I mean, like, full-on <laughs> yeah. scream at this guy, run in there, push him, and then it's like, if you hit me back, it'll I'm take under me. 18, and that's child abuse. And the guy, okay, to this movie's credit, the guy ignores that pretend logic and yeah. just decks him in the face, which is exactly what I want to happen after that. But this is the biggest problem with this movie. Light is a worthless shitty teenager who has in, embodies all of the worst things about being a teenager and yet this movie pretends that he is a protagonist that we might want to root for there is nothing admirable about this character no. there's nothing interesting about this character there's nothing resourceful about him everything about this guy makes him seem like he is the worst possible person 
And yet the movie presents this as though, hey, that's who you want to like, root like for, that, right? Like that line where he's like, hey, I just punched you, but guess what? You're over 18 and I'm under 18. So if you punch me back, that's child abuse. Uh. Like it presents it like that's supposed to him be him, him like smart. outwitting the bully. Oh, yeah. Right. But it doesn't come off like that. It's just like, wow, what a dork. Right. Exactly. Because clearly what's going to happen is what happens. Like, I don't know if it like the only way this scene could be worse is if that shit worked. If they were like, like oh, oh, no, no, I can't hit you now. The legal uh, system. I'll get you next time, Turner. I just wait till you're 18. I clearly am someone who cares about the ramifications of my actions. <sighs> so, yes, I'm going to be ranting a lot for this. He he is in no way admirable, and he only steps in once the bully starts picking on Mia because oh man, Mia's hot. I better save her. And Mia wasn't even feeling it. It's like I don't need your help. Yeah, mm. like it's not like she was the type of person who would be turned on by him white knighting in this situation. She's obviously the bad girl, like rebellious type, who is going to be the opposite of turned on by that. Anyway, so after that, we get that, and then he gets caught being a little cheater on some tests and no, stuff. No, no. no, no. He gets knocked out and wakes up in the rain, and the teacher looks down at him in disgust. Like, <laughs> Which, to be fair, is the correct response to everything I've seen of this character so yeah. far. But he, but yes, this teacher looks down at this person who has clearly been... And rather than being like, wow, one of my students is unconscious in the rain, she's like... I see you cheating there. That's that's a detention. I found twenty dollars in your wallet, which I'm gonna keep. And <laughs> I found out, and I see your handwriting on this guy's homework. So clearly, you need to be in detention, not that guy. Which he even brings up later. He's like, uh, "Are we not even gonna address the fact that I was unconscious in the rain?" And the principal's just like. No. no, you were cheating. Go to detention. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I mean, the public school system in America is, I assume, having been a homeschooler, just the worst. Which seems fair to me, but this it's is not, not the greatest. It but I will say that teachers typically don't ignore like unconscious children in the pathways. Well, How many were there in your school that were unconscious in pathways? Uh, none that were ignored by teachers. <laughs> That implies more than one, which makes me think, hmm, public school, the way to go. It had its advantages and disadvantages. Was one of its advantages punching people in the face? Uh, they can't punch me back. I'm under 18. <laughs> does that only work if they're above 18? Like, I assume it does. <laughs> Is no. the implication that that guy got held back a grade? And yeah, so he's that's like, that's <laughs> the joke he was making. Mm -hmm. This movie's so bad. Anyway. Light gets put in detention, and when he's in detention, oh, the teacher leaves for whatever reason. For a very, very clearly, like, I'm being, I'm leaving so that you can have something interesting happen to you while I am gone, Light Turner. Pretty much. Don't leave, or bad things will happen to you, blah, 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 blah. And then, oh, what's he gonna do? He can't sleep, and he's got this conveniently placed apple on his desk. May as well dig into that death note. I mean, to be fair, if, if I fell into death note that had literally fallen from the sky and was like full of interesting rules i'd probably be like oh this is cool okay let me let me play through this sure sure and, which in the anime is basically what happens yeah like he finds this thing randomly and looks through it and is like this is ridiculous this is so silly but then he later sees a, a scenario in which a killing someone seems like he's willing to try it out yeah like it's justified enough that you would be like okay I get why you would do this to this guy who was clearly a rapist. Not not in this situation. In, in this, this situation, situation, he opens it. Ryuk comes in like via tornado and light who is okay, supposed wait, to be. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I do want to say before we get into the stupidity that you're going to get into. I, mm -hmm. I just want to say 
up until the thing that you're about to talk about, Ryuk does look pretty cool. Because the the compliments I'm going to give this movie are few and far between. So in this moment, I want to say, like, Ryuk doing the, his, like, The design of Ryuk thing, is pretty legit. The, the design, the way he, like, stands up behind all the all the art supplies and all yeah. that. And you're just seeing a little glimpse of him. And that, like, when he turns to you and you see the eyes, like, that is all genuinely reasonably cool. Like, that is, yes. that is one of the few things that I find acceptable in this movie. Now, please... Explain the things that happen afterwards. Also, you can look this up as a YouTube clip. I checked that out just to be sure. It's so bad. One of the cool things about Light in the original series is that when he comes to face-to-face with Ryuk, who is the death god that owns the Death Note and who essentially tossed it down to Earth, is that he maintains his cool. Beside, like, uh, despite seeing this essentially demon-looking dude. Yeah, right? like, this thing is clearly yeah. supernatural on some level. And, and, and that the, the fact that he's able to hold his cool really says something about who he is, right? He has a whole lot of... He has extreme control over his emotions. In the movie, Light runs away screaming and shrieking like a toddler. Yes, like like the 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 most babyish toddler. Like it is it is pounding on the doors, hiding under a desk. Like and to be fair, like if he had just screamed, like if it cut off after his initial couple screams and he like collected himself after that and like dealt with it and and got it under control, I could have accepted that because frankly, like that's a reasonable response. Like yeah. to to see this thing and have no context for it and to immediately freak out a little bit about it. Fine. But the degree or like to start and like like stumble back and fall yeah, down, kind even of thing. like that yeah. would have been much more respectable for for the character. But the way that he just absolutely loses his crap, despite the fact that that is kind of reasonable, the way that he does it is so comical. I can't take this character seriously, and I can have no respect for this character. And that's not fair because this situation is genuinely weird and terrifying. But I don't care. I don't need to be fair. I'm going off of my emotional response, and that's not something you can control. And the way that he he plays this, I, I don't know if that was a decision the actor made or a decision of the the director. But regardless, it was the wrong decision because I'm done. I can't like I already don't like this guy. I actively dislike him. But now I can't even have like some kind of respect for him as no, a no, as a, as someone who has the power to kill people with basically a thought. This is a terrible. Terrible, it, like, terrible decision. It solidifies him as this this kid's a baby. Yes. Like he he's a child. Exactly, yes. Who's who's found daddy's gun, essentially. Now, to be fair, this first use of daddy's gun though, like Which which Ryuk has to convince him to use. A little bit, but it doesn't take a lot of cajoling because this guy is a absolute no, terrible person. No, no, it's a bully. He's he's kicked someone over and is messing with their homework. Like this is not in in the in the original version. It's straight up like someone being sexually assaulted, and it's yeah. like, wow, that person needs to be stopped right now and killed. This other one's like, man, look at them throw that girl's notebook around. Yeah, that guy has picked on a nerdy kid and punched me in the Twice. face when I deserved it. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Like, yes, he's he is he is bullying this girl. There is a level of retribution that should happen to this guy. This guy should be in detention. This guy needs clearly needs therapy given the amount of times yes. he is picking on people in in this short period. What he of time. doesn't need to be ha- what he doesn't need to happen to him is for him to be decapitated via ladder, which is what happens. Now again, 
if this were a good movie and they were attempting to do something specifically different from the original version of light, they could make this interesting. They could have him be super into this and like, just go on a rampage with this and just be like, everyone who's even slightly wronged me, I'm just going to kill them in the most grotesque, messed up ways I can think of. And that would not be a movie where it is like the original Death Note in that it's this interesting thing where you can have this philosophical conversation about is light right? Is L right? Like, wh- like where do you draw the line of where did uh, light overstep the bound of what you should do with this power? But it could be an a really good Final Destination movie where if the rest of the kills in this movie were as good as this kill, yeah. I'd be I'd be at least enjoying my time with this movie. Because it, it at least looks really cool. It looks awesome, like in the way that only like really gruesome death that you're not expecting can. Because all he says is decapitation, but he like punches a a ladder ends up being punched through this kid's head and like taking the top of it off and flinging it across the street. Like that is gruesome on a level that you rarely see, like in really gruesome actual anime, which is known for being really gruesome at times. And like you said, it seems like something directly out of Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, he's just kind of like, oh, okay, I did that. And the next thing we see is... Him fighting with his dad. And it's not even like an interesting fight. It is the most generic, I hate you, dad, like conversation could possibly... Yeah, like, dad, you're a police officer, but you're you're a really crappy one. And, And I know, like, mom died, but you didn't do anything about it. I'm angsty and also full of exposition tonight. <laughs> like, it's the worst possible way you could have that conversation. And, it, okay, Light's dad in, in the cartoon. Oh, the anime. I don't want to say cartoon because that'll bring down some, some you know, people on us. But <laughs> Today on Nicktoons, <laughs> Death Note. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. But, okay, so Light's dad in the original version is like this super cop. Like, he is... Like, not just a a good cop, but he's actually a very, very good person. And you kind of get the sense that that is a part of where Light's convictions come from, of, of how, you know, dedicated and and uh, uh, just just who a person who, he, he's a person who really believes in the law and 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 in doing what is right. This guy is basically just a drunk, burnt out cop who's kind of a shithead. Like, yeah. And I kind of get the the connection between him and his son because his son is basically just a burnout who is kind of a shithead. But that doesn't create any interesting contrast because with with the original version, you have Light who is murdering people, although ostensibly out of a, a sense of trying to do trying to make the world a better place. And you have his dad who is who would be disgusted by that, but he would be disgusted by it through the same sense of justice of like the the world should not be a place where you, anyone has that power right and that is an interesting contact contrast shithead and shithead is not an interesting contrast <laughs> like he's just a bad cop i don't I, I like his dad more than light at least oh, oh yeah, yeah that's fine but like that's like saying i th- this chinchilla is taller than this ant like okay Both yes are small. i small. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Chinchilla. Chinchilla and ant. It sounds like an old-timey Aesop's fable. The, this, the chinchilla and the ant. This 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 ant is taller than this microbe. There, that that'll work better. Sure. <laughs> my, my point is that for me, his dad at least feels like a. It, it feels like if they were trying to do an adaptation instead of like 
constantly referring back to the original that this character for his dad could work. Like, I like this version of him. I like that he is a little bit grimier than the super cop from the original one. Sure. I, I, I'm okay with that. Again, I I am not mad at this movie because it changed things from the original Death Note. I I, I actually, when, when like the trailers were coming for this, I defended the ideas that I was seeing from those trailers as being potentially worthwhile and how you could change things from the story without making it a bad story. Yeah. This, the way it is executed is what I am, I am completely against. Like you could do something really interesting with having a really crappy kid and his bad cop dad. And you could make some interesting commentary really with that, especially when you hand that kid an immense amount of power. But what actually happens is you're just like, do I have to see more of this crappy kid? Like, really? Are we following this kid? Is that really what we're doing? Oh, okay. Now he's yelling at his dad. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Can we get on to part where he kills someone interestingly again? And spoiler alert. No, there's, like, no more interesting kills. There's a couple that are okay, but the next kill is is staggeringly boring. Mm-hmm. Did you have something you wanted to say, Brian? I'm trying to think what the next kill was. It's the guy who killed his mom. That's right. And the fact that you, you can't remember the guy, the kill of the guy who killed the main character's mom says a lot, especially when he can orchestrate any number of terrible scenarios for him to die. He could say, like, Eaten to death by fire ants. Sure. Yeah. Or, or like, ripped apart by ferocious rhinoceroses. Like, well, any series of horrible things. It has to be events. something that could, be like... That's Jumped what onto Ryu death by chinchillas. <laughs> right. Like, you could just, you could come up with any number <laughs> of theoretically possible scenarios for someone to die in just the most horrible way possible. No, he just kind of gets a knife stuck in his throat. And to be fair, like, there's a lot of blood, but it seems like it's not that... As deaths go, really, I think the bullies was worse. Yeah. He didn't have any angst in this killing. He, this is when he needed the most angst. Yeah. It, if you had it, if you... Because this one was supposed to be revenge. Yeah. This, this and, was and, personal. This yeah. was 100% personal. Which... But it didn't... But but the death itself didn't feel that way. Right. Which is the problem. It Like, the original light would not do something personal like that. That is even, a big part of and, his and character. You, you could even have it be tied back so that he says this is the guy that hit our hit my mom with a car like it doesn't even have to be spectacular you just have to tie it back to the fact that this is revenge have him be hit by a car right like just like, say like several he is cars hit, he is hit by a car and is dragged behind it for 300 yards it, it doesn't, and then it doesn't dies. even have to be that gruesome though but he it should be for the character that they are creating that's the problem. Yeah. He, for, for this version yeah, of life. Exactly. Because this, this version of life is hat. dumb and is ruled by his emotions nonstop. Exactly. Which we have to we have to start talking about the next main character we meet. Oh good lord. Mia. Mm. Okay, here's the thing. Misa, who is the character that Mia is based on. That is a a loose way that you could say it. From. Sure. It's had the name taken and has the same changed. first letter of. Yeah, that's about how close these two characters are. Because frankly, like Misa in the original version, she's a ditz. She's a okay. She's a complicated character in that she is an idiot and she is completely manipulated. But you kind of end up feeling bad for her. Like she she is someone who is being manipulated by someone who has an immense amount of power over her, not only through 
uh, like the magical effects of the Death Note. Like he doesn't even have to use that. But she 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 is in love with Light, and you end up feeling sorry for her because she thinks she thinks she understands what's going on, but is frequently getting in way over her own head. And exactly. despite her really being an awful person. In a lot of ways, In yeah. a lot of ways. You can... Uh, you it, also feel that it's because she's dumb, not necessarily because she's malicious. It's... She 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 is someone who you, you can feel like genuinely believes the things that she is doing are the right things. And that For is, her, even if those things are really selfish. And at the beginning of the original version, you can kind of say that about Light as well. But at some point during the story, you have to admit that it becomes more about power than it is about doing the right thing. Right. And that's, that's sort of the difference there. And In this one... In this one, I'm going to say I don't hate this change in that it makes Mia a interesting character at least. Now, let me let me let me uh, put some context behind that of saying like in the theoretical version of this movie where light isn't just a, a, a painfully uninteresting piece of crap, this could work of like these are two awful, awful people who are trying to manipulate each other and and have an immense amount of power and who are causing swaths of destruction through their awfulness. That could be an interesting, fun movie. Here, here's the problem it has, is that they've reversed the roles. Yes. and But but they've reversed the roles and kept the original, like, Light is still the original owner of the Death Note, which, if they had flipped the roles... He's the he's still the protagonist, which is the problem. Right. If they had flipped the roles and let Mia be the owner and the protagonist, that would have been interesting. Absolutely. That could have been incredibly interesting, especially in the face of how uh, less than feminist you could say that Misa is in the original version. Yes. And, and, and that could be really cool and really interesting. And you could say some interesting things about that, about that type of character, you know? Yeah. But in this, but in one, in this, this movie, one, it only serves to make our character less admirable than he was, which I would have found utterly impossible before the events that we see. But oh all that gosh. happens is light. Okay. She's like, she's like, hey, you know what really gets me going when you murder people? And then he's like, oh, okay. Also, also, ooh, not even, not even that. I was going to say, way, like, the way that he. The way that he like pulls her into the whole story because yes. she's like, hey, I uh, I I saw that you're over here, guy who got punched by a bully. Let me let me step you back. Do you hear on. about that guy who got killed by a ladder? Let me step you back on that. Hey, creepy guy who constantly watches the cheerleaders alone. Let me come talk to you yeah. and and have a, a conversation about the guy who died yesterday. In what world does that happen? Because Light is at the beginning of this movie when when is the only context we see him in in his school world. He is just constantly creeping on the cheerleaders. That's all he seems to do. She does give him that look through the fence though. Yeah, of like, hey. Yeah. I make bad decisions. Yeah. You look like a bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> And okay, so she comes up to him and is like, "Hey, you know, let's talk about our 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 buddy who died." The way that he just like gives her the information because they're like, "Oh, this buddy died." And this is literally living a minute. This is it literally. Is. She's like, "Hey, what's that notebook between your legs that you're holding there?" I can't tell you. I can't tell you. But you do, to but tell do you, you want to know? No, no, We're not exaggerating. That's like dialogue no, from the it's movie. Even, it's even worse than that. It's I can't tell you about it. Okay, she starts to walk away. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you about it. Like, oh my god, he is thinking with his wiener. 
thinking is going too far with it. He's <laughs> like, she, hot girl talking to me. Hot girl leave. No. <laughs> yes. Notebook, save me. I need to show her my specialness. <laughs> and as baffling as those decisions are, because, I mean, let's be fair. Everyone at this table was once a, a teenager who thought with their hormones more than with their, their brains. Yes. And we've all probably made decisions that are equally dumb as as those decisions. I have never (laughs) admitted to murder to try and impress a girl. I'll just throw that one out there. I've also never committed murder, so I don't really have that option. Sure. But I've never been like, hey, you're interested in me. You know what I think will really seal this deal? (laughs) I think I know you pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) I know your type. You like knowing that I killed a dude. Let's be fair. He's right. He's not yeah. just right. Because she's a psycho. He's more right than he could, she could possibly imagine. She's psychotic. Because this girl, okay, it's not even 10 minutes from this scene of like, hey, guess what? I have this magical book that can kill people, which I will now demonstrate through the no, no, website. Because okay, let's, go, let's go through this dialogue, yeah. right? It's, it's, hey, what's that notebook there? I can't tell you about it. Okay, bye. Wait, do you want to know about it? Yeah. Okay, it's a death note. And then they go off to like, she's he, like, you're crazy. He He's tries like, to, let me show it no, to No, no, this you. is the best part. Like, he tries to tell her like, no, I totally caused this thing to happen because you see, I wrote it here in the death note. Mm-hmm. As though it's impossible that after the death, he couldn't have written that in the fucking book. Well, and she calls that out too. She's like, okay, weirdo, I'm going to leave. And his next step is like, no, wait, let me go to the let school. Let me murder some dude. No, no, let me go to the school computer, school computer. and search <laughs> and, and search look up livecrimescenes.com. <laughs> which is a thing that exists in this universe, <laughs> yeah. which is itself is something that I feel like we could have an hour-long podcast on. But anyway. How else could you be a superhero without that website? He write. <laughs> You could you could at least have him do something more realistic. Listen to the police scanner, right? sure, or even or even flip to the news, right? Because that is like as as tropey as it is. Where like oh, turn on TV thing that I need to be playing on TV is playing right now. You, you could like set, that happens all the time in you, movies. But you could even set that up though. Like you could have in the background like something of like second day of standoff with police and and this murderer who has taken these hostages at some point like an Something hour or two that they before they know about ahead of time sure and then like him they like okay i know what i'm going to do i'm going to to get this guy and get him to murder people but no he goes to livecrimescene.com and that's a thing and you know they have perfect <laughs> streaming quality of this it. guy and so anyway, he, he murders this guy on camera and it shows her like, hey, look, I just wrote this thing that happened. And isn't that like specific? Ooh. You're so powerful. Uh. Which, okay. In the original version, I feel like I'm going to say in the original version about a you billion are. times. That's okay. This thing. But in the original version, the way that light goes through testing the limits of the Death Note is really interesting because he doesn't have 60,000 rules to read through the thing. He's basically only got a couple of rules. and it's like that, 10 rules or something like that. And he's got to figure it out past that of like how this thing works. And so he does a lot of things to test how the Death Note works. And an interesting part of that series is him explaining like, okay, this is what I did. This is how, how I thought He's scientific in, in the way and he because he's it intelligent. Yes, and that, exa- and that, exactly, exactly. And that sells that intelligence to us as an audience member. We go, oh, that is a really smart way of, of doing all this. In this thing, he does a really stupid thing to impress a girl, and that's what brings Super Detective L down on him. Which L is his whole own can of worms. Which okay, okay, and and I've I've had this discussion several times with people who've also seen the movie. I think that the actor who plays L, 
I can't remember his name, but he's been in several things. He is trying his hardest. He does. He does a very good job with the script and direction he was given. Strongest the, character. The other thing that I think is that he, I mean, he seen, does do that scene where he like bench presses like three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, That's impressive. Yeah. He's a little Get guy. Out of here. <laughs> I think the reason that he seems so weird in this is because it's very clear that he went and watched the original anime and is trying and to did pull his it off. research on this character that he's going to be portraying, right? Whether, whether he watched it as a fan ahead of time or he just went and watched it in preparation for this, right. he at least knows who the character is that he's portraying. He's, he's adopted a lot of the mannerisms and that specifically is something that I think doesn't work well in live action because in animation, you can get away with a lot of very eccentric character movement because you're animating them. You can have their limbs move however they need to. You can have them be strange. But in this Western movie, this this very Western, right? Like, this is American. It's like Turner, <laughs> right? Um, in, in this, a lot of those small, small movements that he does, like tapping the microphone or the way he holds his phone, without the time to get to know his character without the time to develop who he is and the reasons he has a lot of these eccentricities, it feels really out of place. And it just feels weird. We have no reason... We don't understand why those are there. It, it feels out of place. That's a common problem with trying to take an entire series and put it into a movie, though, is that there's just not nearly enough time to establish these characters. Right, the, but you'd feel like the director would be able to t- call him, pull him aside and say, hey, man, that's really not working. Why don't you try playing him another way? Well, but this is the problem, at least for me. And again, there's been years between me watching this in the oh, and, Japanese version, the uh, Japanese live action version of this, of this, they play that very, very straight. Like it's, it's the same thing. Of there's a Japanese guy who's got like weird hair, who scoliosis. is, yeah, who is like bent over and like doing the weird posture and eating candy thing. The the problem is that they go too over the top with this. Like when yeah. he is like like diving his hand into a bowl of candy and like throwing it at his face to eat it. Like it doesn't feel like he is trying to to bring this character to life and and to to show how eccentric he this person is. It feels like he is in the disaster movie version of 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 Death Note and is like I'm gonna parody this and and be as and bring it as over the top and hammy as you possibly can. But again, I don't think and, that's his fault. I think he's doing the best that he can and is receiving little to no direction. And I think that I I think that what he's what I'm saying is I think that what he is doing could theoretically work they need to tone it back and make it work in a way that is is different from what it is because the the reason that l i think doesn't work in this is that in in the original version (laughs) you have these two characters who are both incredibly uh, more than human in their own ways light is light comes across as inhuman in how like coldly logical he is like he is almost vulcan in how like just pure i'm going to it i have this goal i'm going to do what is the most intelligent logical thing that i can do to accomplish this goal and 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 to your point very vulcan like like in the original his emotions play almost no role in the decisions that he makes exactly and and that's a huge part of it the only emotion that he has is his own arrogance and pride that drives him to try to win this competition that he has with l the, the way that that kind of develops right. and and again for those that might not remember l is the detective that's yes being pitted against light l in this version is so cartoony and over the top but it takes place in a world that is far more grounded and and feels much more silly and tropey in the way that they are like having all the cliches of how light is portrayed. And he also he also was 
very, very non-enthusiastic with his eccentricities. It's just like, this is the way they are, but I, he's very mellow. Yes. And uh, this one, he's super energetic. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Like, there are just things about this character that I want to be into. I think that's what it, what it comes down to, is I see what he's trying to do, and I want to, to call that out. And I, there's a part of me that just wants to say it's a good thing. But it's not in this movie. Like, the ultimate thing about this movie is that it... it, it it feels to me like they they had originally a script where it was just a different situation where the death note got dropped into it where you know okay let's do american death note like what would happen if we dropped a death note in the middle of a school in america and what could we do with an interesting situation with that and they built this whole thing where it was this just terrible shitty kid and what he did with the death note and it had nothing directly to do with the original version of the story except there was a death note, and that's that's basically it. And then some executives said, whoa, 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 pump the brakes there. <laughs> We've got to make it as close to the original version as we possibly can. Otherwise, these weebs will just lose their crap and scream <laughs> at us. Mm-hmm. They came here for light. And then they didn't do the interesting version of that where they just go full on, let's do a American live action version of this story. They just like said, okay, we're going to take these two completely disparate elements and just try to mash them together. And they, they, they somehow through doing that magically stripped away everything that made it interesting and cool and fun to watch and and came out with the worst possible elements and the, the worst possible elements to put together. And, and and the reason that it doesn't work is not necessarily because of the characters being different from what they were. Exactly. Because yes. you can you can have you can have you can call him light and have him be totally different. You can call him L and have him be totally different. You can call him uh, Misa or Mia and have her be totally different. That doesn't matter. What needs to stay the same is that the core the, the central part of this series and should be this movie is the fact that it is a battle of wits. It's, it's intelligence against intelligence. It's outwitting each other. With an interesting philosophical grounding beneath that. Of Two right. different versions of their own justice. Exactly. And exactly. Because and, and, and that's the most important thing. And yeah. that's a dance. And it needs. And that is what needs to stay the same. You can, you can change the characters around as much as you need to as long as that is what stays the same. That's Absolutely. what the foundation of this movie should have been. That's my main problem is I just honestly do not think the writer of this movie finished the subject matter. I think at best he read a summary of the subject matter and was just like, I can make a movie out of this. Yeah, absolutely. I I 100% agree with that. He read the IMDB page for his own movie. (laughs) Light Turner finds a death note and has to kill some people. Like it's, it feels like that's as much as he knew. I I agree. Because, because what we get, what passes for battle of wits in this is nothing. Like, yeah, they, they constantly L- make the most bafflingly stupid moves possible. Okay, let me with, give you a great okay, example. Because in the original, which we're going to say nonstop in this review, in the original, they would do things that seemed totally out of place, and wow, why would you do that? But then later they'd come in and explain their reasoning and be like, whoa, I didn't even think of that. Look at how intelligent they are. I didn't think that you know, you'd know you go and reveal your, who you were on live TV, but you were testing him, and it wasn't actually you, and oh my goodness, that's 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 crazy cool. Like... Exactly, it, yes. It, it, but that happened over and over again, where we don't know why they're doing what seems like a very foolish decision, but then later it turns out, oh, we, oh you fooled us. That was actually really smart. And this one, there's no, there's no turn. It's just L shows up on TV, and he's like, 
hey kira if you if l or you know he calls him kira that's the name that light has adopted for himself apparently because in russian and celtic that means light which also it sounds like killer in japanese yeah okay Wait, wait, wait. They're angsty teenagers. That is 100% angsty <laughs> teenager logic. No, it totally is. It's just, again, we want this to, if you're coming to the series, you want a battle of wits. That's the most interesting thing about it. But instead, you have an idiot who's like, I'm going to pick a name that basically means my name. <laughs> it's like as if I was like, yeah, I picked the name Kira because it means Rick in like Japanese and, and in, in, in Egyptian. I sure hope nobody figures that one out. I mean, who's going to tie magic? Anyway, and, and if anyway. they do, they will assume that I am Egyptian and or Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, my point is that Light goes on, or sorry, Light has adopted the name Kira. Yes. To, you know, for folks to essentially start respecting his name. Which, and, okay. And L goes on TV Here's, and essentially starts taunting Kira saying, hey, you should kill me if you want to. Not knowing, okay. Which, which he doesn't know if he can. Let In me, the original, he does me, something similar, but is at least still protecting himself from danger, and there's a reason behind it, and, and there's... Let me dissect ooh. the layers of stupid on both sides of this. Okay, first of all, with, with Kira, one, as I've said, he says Kira sounds like the word for light in Celtic and Russian, which is a direct connection to him. Okay, that's stupid on its own, but this is the stupider part in the original version, Kira is something that people started calling this phenomenon that happened. Like, they they didn't necessarily know uh, that it, there was a person behind it. They assumed that. But they started just putting a name on this, and that name happened to be Kira. In it's, this, like, it's like if folks had started saying, oh, that's the Zodiac Killer kind of thing. Exactly. Or if, you know, just people started dropping dead, they started saying, like, yeah, Heart Attack did that. Because all these people suddenly started having heart attacks. Jack the Ripper. And, like and just, it, just here's the name we're attributing to whatever's causing all these deaths. Exactly. That's that's the original version. In this, he has put this name that has a direct connection to his name, and is the justification is that like no, but it's like super smart because like if if they try to figure that out, what they'll think is that you know this sounds like killer in Japanese, so they'll think the killer is Japanese. But and the stupidest the stupidest part of that is that that it works. The FBI goes along with that and is like yeah. It's probably some Japanese dude. To be he fair, he, not he, has, he has the criminals who write his name write it in Japanese. He does not have to have criminals draw a name. He doesn't have to do he any wants of the that. Power. He wants to be worshipped. He does, but you could do that in an interesting, <laughs> smart way. Instead, he does it in the stupidest teenager way while the movie is trying to have us root for this loser. Oh, and those two disparate elements are what is not working. There's something really, a really important distinction I think we need to make right now, and that is between the original material and this. Now in, what was it, 1999 or 2000, sure. the American Godzilla series came out, and the <laughs> Japanese called it Zilla. Yes. So we need a name for this. Now, what is his driving point? In, what drives him in this series? Penis? The D. This is the D note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. That, that is shockingly accurate. <laughs> his, his name will be Dicka from now on. <laughs> okay, it, but let still, me, it let still me, just bothers me how much me also, he ties it to his name. Let me also dissect the, the layers of stupid on L's part. Because, okay, in the original, the th idea is that he has a... A, a stand-in. 
he has a person on death row go on national television, reveal the, the inmate's name, and say, I am L. I am coming to find you. I've never revealed my identity as this uh, amazing detective, but I have this long history of solving all these impossible-to-solve cases. Come and get me, Kira. And then that guy dies. And not only through that does L figure out that this guy needs a face and a name, he also figures out where Kira is in time zone by by having this, uh, this broadcast at different this, times. This broadcast happen at different times, which when you find that out, you are just shocked by how brilliant that is. In this movie, it's literally just L this, popping up being like, Yo, kill me if you wanna. No, no. This guy that we don't have any reason to suspect is famous in this universe, calls a press conference, which you're like, okay, how is this guy who nobody knows about calling a press conference? I mean, we assume it's also, the police. Also, why are these police people and these news people taking seriously just this random dude who has his face covered and his head in a hood and looks like... A ninja. <laughs> yes. Looks like he is a a anime nerds interpretation of a modern ninja why are they taking this seriously he thinks that maybe this guy is psychic and is able to kill people that way just like i have magical brain waves that i can use to kill people with my mind but if he which if that, he can why do that on TV? why would you show up on tv where he can possibly magically kill you you have no reason to think he needs a name and a face so you're just sitting out there being like hey kill me kira if you can it it, it is Monumental. If you're dead, you How have learned nothing. Exactly. And but then his protégés will take over. There's no protégés in this movie. It doesn't. It doesn't show that that's the thing. They have the dumbest possible backstory for for L that you could possibly have. It. it I'm so mad at this movie. <laughs> they explain L's backstory as being he was one of like six chosen orphans who went through intensive training. This intensive be training being putting a five year old in. Ice in, like in an isolation, isolation chamber for months. Seven and if months. they stayed sane, they were like, hey, this kid must now be he's like, a detective. Now he'll get <laughs> to be a detective. And no one knows about this crap. Like, it's not presented as like this is a world where there's superhero origin stories, except for this one. And it came out with this crappy detective that I could come up with a better plan then. He had a science gun, though. <laughs> this this is like this, no, about he, he had the gun from freaking uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That's all it was. It wasn't a science gun. It wasn't a magic gun. It's just the gun from that movie, which is unexplained in any way, except for the fact that earlier in the movie, L says, "I don't like guns. They're distracting." And then later, just grabs a gun and is like, "I'm gonna shoot some people." He grabs the most distracting gun you can think of. So maybe that's just what he, <laughs> what he thinks guns are: these neon <laughs> shiny super guns. Oh my lord! This, I hate this movie. This this initial so this initial scene where L goes on a press press conference is, is the only the beginning of the incredibly poor battle of wits that we get throughout Guys. it because what's L's response like do do we get anything from L that constitutes like critical thought or it, or planning except for the except for the ending five minutes him does he do anything that's like sneaky based on on the fact that he does not die in this press conference he says obviously he needs a name and a face which makes no sense but they pretend is like through okay this is another thing this movie does constantly it tries to pretend that these characters are as smart as the original versions by having these like poorly justified scenes that are like pale shadows of the original version and be like oh no it's just the exact same thing we don't understand any of the things that made those things work originally but you know we did gave you this version so just go along with it 
that's all that this scene accomplishes. It's just like, oh yeah, I guess he doesn't do that. Also, I'm gonna go. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if throughout the rest of the movie, if light has any, because again, like I said, the the battle of wits is almost non-existent. I'm trying to think if light has any sort of response, one, any sort of like cool trick. He has one cool trick. What's that? It's the thing that he does at the very end of the movie. That, that's what I'm saying. That like aside and it's from that, not even that, a thing that he does against L. It's the thing that he does against point. his stupid homicidal horny girlfriend. Do you guys remember what uh, Light was doing during this press conference? <laughs> Banging his girlfriend on top of the death note? No, no, that was before. This is oh, him. okay. He was just <laughs> saying, how did we skip that? He was that? looking at the TV, fuming that this guy has the audacity to stand up to his teen angst. And Ryuk is just like loving it, like I love this guy. I'm gonna root for this guy. <laughs> Which I like the few scenes we get of Ryuk, except for later when he turns it on his head and he's like. I, like I don't remember from the original. Does does Ryuk ever threaten to be like, "Hey, you really need to step up your game, otherwise I'm gonna steal the or I'm gonna get the Death Note back from you and kill you." He never has to because Light never needs to step up his game except his for the fact game that he's is finally on point. That's exactly. <laughs> this is a super child raised in like Professor Xavier's basement, and this kid and fucking Light is just like I'm that smart anyway, just because I went to public school and my dad's a cop. <laughs> it's 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 atrocious but i do like ryuk in this i think willem dafoe does a f- great job voicing ryuk and mm-hmm. i think that the the character design for how he looks in this movie is great i want to like him so bad but there is nothing about this character that is interesting honestly no and and this is why it's because almost every single thing that ryuk says is just exposition in the original version there's an interesting interplay going on between Light and and Ryuk because Ryuk his characterization is that he is an immortal being that has become bored and he's basically started this entire nonsense through his boredom just for something entertaining and, and to happen. And he even has some childlike qualities like he wants his treats which are apples mm-hmm. and he gets impatient and whiny sometimes. And, and Light is able to use that to to help him, to make him, to manipulate him and to help him achieve his goals and it comes across in a way that like yeah if Ryuk was really mad about this he could do something about that to to you know get light back but it's really that he his his prime motivation is that he is bored and light is doing interesting things consistently and yeah. that is that is what is what is driving ryuk in this movie he's just there to be like hey i'm gonna tell you about the death note also if you try to kill me you can't kill me because I'll, I'll, like, I'll kill you first yeah and Magic eyes aren't even in this movie. I just nope. realized no magic eyes. None of them have magic eyes. Oh, that was so. That's such a cool idea, right? And it would actually work in this movie. Yeah, because then you, he doesn't have to be smart anymore. He's a stupid kid with like magic eyes, and he can be like, he can get Misa to like fall in love with him, get magic eyes, figure out who that guy's name is, write that name down. Yeah, if he was like a, a if Light in this movie was more of a sociopath, he would be so much more interesting and a better character because you could have him and Misa, who is definitely a sociopath, yes. trying to manipulate each other, and, and that would be an interesting conflict. Which is a shame, because Mia in this movie is... I mean, she's not great, but she's a lot better than most of the other characters. She's, like, she's at least interesting. She, to me, is easily the most interesting character in this movie. Like, yeah. 100%. Well, and, she's and believable. She, she, the she's the driving force. She doesn't matter, and she wants to have this power and the ability to kill people. She doesn't even care if she's killing innocent people. The difference point. between her right. and Light is that she does not have some pretense of morality about her. Light is pretending that he's somehow the good guy throughout this entire thing. 
and Misa or Mia is just like, nah, I'm all about just murder because it gets me hot. Misa, and, not pal. Like, as horrible <laughs> as that character is, it's interesting. Like, if, if someone she's is she's like the that, driving force behind everything, everything that takes place. Everything. All of, like, ex- except for like the first few kills, she is the motivation for Light to continue killing. Like, he does it to impress her. There's e- there's even a couple scenes where, like, she's mad at him, and his way of trying to fix it is, oh, honey, I thought we could pop some popcorn, check out the TV for some murderers, maybe maybe no, kill a few no, people. She's like, that's actually something he says. That's 100% She's accurate. mad at him because he didn't want to kill the random people on the website. Or, no, the cops. The he didn't want to kill the FBI's. Yeah, the Which, innocent people. He didn't want to kill like people who represent justice to him. Which one of the most interesting things that happens in the original version is him making that decision to be like, no, I'm making the world a better place and it doesn't matter. In order, if you in order are to protect to... myself from investigation, I'm going to kill the cops that are looking for me. Because Even he's the... the gog of this new world. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, that is the first huge step that he makes on the path of, I'm no longer doing this because I'm trying to make the world just a better place. This is about me and my power. Like at that point, you can still kind of justify it of like, okay, yeah, they could potentially stop him. And so he's trying to say like, oh, I can't let them stop me. So I'm going to do this. because Unnecessary it's still- evil. Yeah, exactly. But in, in this, it's just like, nah, I don't want to do it because I'm pretending I'm a good guy. Oh, oh, wait, that makes you mad at me. Well, that sucks. And then I'm going to think that Ryuk is the one that kills these cops, but actually it's Mia because she's the only interesting character that does anything interesting in this movie. Well, and and she is the one who outwits him. Like, yeah. But because, okay, a new rule that they introduced in, the, in, in this movie is that if you burn a page that has one person's name on it, then that person no longer dies as long as it's before they've died. But, you can, but you can only do it once per user, right? Yes. How insane and kind of cool is it in a better movie i guess but how cool is it that they took the dumbest most idiotic character from the original version and made them the smartest character who has the actual battle of wits cool. with light like if you did that and did it in a a, a way that it felt intentional and rather than a, a mistake of the way that you accidentally wrote this movie yeah that could be amazing if you just turned this entire idea on its head and it was like no you know what we're gonna take this character that was just crapped on throughout the entire series and manipulated by everyone and make her the central driving force the actual protagonist of this entire story and just turn everything on its head that could be amazing and it wouldn't be the same story but that would be its biggest strength is that it's not the same story it's a new take on this entire idea from the very base level instead they just made every character dumber than the dumbest character in the original version well because they didn't need to keep l very smart because he was no longer having a battle of wits with anyone it was just an angsty teen he was against (laughs) which how how am i supposed to take this guy as like this world famous super detective if he can't outwit this moron he's got a magic book I don't care. Magic books are hard to figure out, man. <laughs> not not, the, not if you're smart. That's not, not if you're the super genius kid. That's not the part that he's having trouble with. <laughs> oh my god. I do I do like Mia in this movie though. I like that that Light is not doing what she wants and so she steals one of the pages and writes his name in it to blackmail him. That's awesome. Like that's a really cool turn. Because it's such a dark thing to do, but it feels like something a shitty teenager would do. Like like yes. they I think that everyone has either been in or known someone who was in a relationship where these two people don't need to be in a relationship and they are 
actively, though they think they love one another, doing the worst possible things they could do to each other. Yeah. And that's basically what this story is accidentally. And that could be such a cool idea, but it's just... It's just not. I think I'm burning out on this. My anger is starting the, uh, to, to die down. Remember the scene where the dad and Light Turner and Mia were all just having a good dinner, just just really having a good talk about their their <laughs> history. And Light L breaks into the house <laughs> and walks in and slams up on the table and sits in his signature pose. Just like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> How dare you have this nice you peaceful dinner? You take my butler. You don't take my butler. Like, if if L had walked in there and just straight up shot people, that would have been a better decision and Credits. more interesting. Like, yes. I've never had to use a gun until now, but you have a magic book. <laughs> like, that would be actually pretty cool. But no, it's just this insane turn. And it goes to a place of, like, L is... is being strangled by Light's dad, and somehow they're trying to play this as a power move on Elle's part. And that's just... It ma- it makes no sense, and it doesn't work. But th- this is the beginning of the end of the movie, really. Where Thank God. The beginning of the end. Where Elle like has told everyone that Light is Kira. Mia has written Light's name in the Death Note as blackmail for her to get the Death Note. After they, well... She admits this after going to prom with him and gets him. <laughs> no, 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 no. She admits it before. During, no, it's no, during, it's during homecoming. Oh, it's during yeah. prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah homecoming prom. So, yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're at homecoming, and she's like, I wrote your name in the book. You better give it to me. I'm going to explain my entire master plan, despite knowing that you still have control of the death, of the death note and could probably come up with some other weird way to control me using it. Well, to her point, he's an idiot, and so... I wouldn't, if I were her, I would not expect him to come up with a better plan. I'd be Fair. like, wow, this guy's dumb. He, he's going to give me this book. Yeah, because I literally wrote it in the magical thing that compels people to do things. Yeah. But I did it in the dumbest possible way because I guess I have feelings for him because I'm an idiot teenager. She doesn't even do it the cool way either, though, because she could just write, within 24 hours, Light gives, gives me the book. Well, then and she's then, got another 24 hours to burn the page. And then it, just put a time limit on when it gives her the book. And then at some point in the following 24 hours he has a heart attack and dies like and then you have 24 hours to burn the page that has his name on it exactly exactly it's perfect Nah, she doesn't do that either she's just like he has a heart attack in 48 hours look you've got a page that can force somebody to do what you're telling them there's no need for blackmail just just tell him right on the page that he's going to give it to you and meanwhile while all this is happening Watery, Elle's butler, which we haven't explained that at all, but okay, Elle has Elle's this, father figure. Elle has a Elle has an Alfred in the same way that Batman has an Alfred, and his name is Watery. And someone has put used the death note to force Watery to figure out what Elle's name is, which is the way that we get Elle's just just awful backstory. And through that, the idea is that Watery will be forced to give L's actual name to someone, which, to be fair, I think that the the way that this, I guess, similar scenario played out in the original story was the worst part of that original story, because that was the least interesting and the mo- the thing that almost made me give up on the entire series. Somehow, through having a a better idea, they they screw up and make this less interesting because 
Watery is just kind of going along with this compulsion. And it would be really interesting if, given the way that they wrote it out, if he was trying to fight it the whole way and he somehow succeeded at the end and didn't give Elle's name. But instead... I, no, because I, I think that would have broken the book. I would have preferred for him to... For him to be sure he can try fighting it, but at the end he's about to reveal it, but then his time's up. That's there's, what I mean. There's no yeah. like he gets like that's what I mean. Dudes break it's, in. It's the fact that that you know uh, he's trying to fight it and he successfully fights it long enough that his time runs out. And the way and that's because the way that they write it is basically this guy becomes obsessed with revealing L's actual name and. That could work if it's just that they realize, oh crap, we wrote he's obsessed with it, not Watery reveals L's true name to X person. Yeah. And that could be really interesting because then you give Watery some sense of agency as a character. And so his, his, you know, not revealing that name at the end makes him feel kind of heroic in the way that he sacrifices his life at the end. Like, not really sacrifices, but, but fights through this compulsion to not let the evil people win. Instead, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to do some cool stuff because we kind of want to explain this stupid-ass backstory that we came up for L. And, yeah, then he just dies before anything interesting can happen. Who are the people that killed him? SWAT agents who were there to protect L's name, I guess, because he's a super detective, even though he's not presented as someone who would have a SWAT team there to kill anyone who revealed his name. Okay. They don't really explain it. That's just kind of our guess. I mean, I'm assuming that's what it is because that's what I got based on the movie. Anyway, there's some shit with a Ferris wheel and the movie ends. Can we get people no, to the no, end no, of this no, yet? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh. This, this is, this, it's the one clever thing that Light does in the whole movie. You have to at least talk about it. Light, so they're they're at homecoming. L has, realizing what's been going on and that Watari's dead, he's chasing after Light for all he can. Trying to kill him, like straight up trying to shoot he him. He has a gun. And I guess he kind of like fights with himself about whether he's not going to shoot him once he has him cornered, but... Yeah, like he he gets he gets like cornered and the then is like, that, the "Hello, it, citizen, help me help me stop this guy." The He's Kira, that, the but the guy with, likes Kira and stops L instead. Right, but the problem with this whole scenario is that it has not been clearly established that L is someone who would not kill under any circumstance. He's not Batman. We don't get this idea that he has this backstory where he lost someone to, to a gun and so now he's never going to shoot anyone or anything even vaguely like that. It makes absolutely no sense for the character that L is presented as in this movie to not just shoot light in the head the moment he has the opportunity. Especially considering what happens later, but we'll, we'll get there. But, so anyway, you know, they have this this stupid chase throughout the entire city and they end up at a, at a Ferris wheel. Yeah, Light Light and Mia end up at the mm-hmm. Ferris wheel. Yeah. L has been knocked unconscious. They get up to the top of the Ferris wheel and Mia's still like, yo, you better give me this book. He's like, do you love me? And she's like, yes, but, you know, and then she, at the end, steals the death note. She falls out of the Ferris wheel. Because, oh, he's had this whole plan where, like, oh, Mia's going to steal the death note. And when she does, like, he's written her name in the book. And, oh, she's going to steal. And she sees that look on his face, like, I can't believe you've done this. You wrote my name in it. (laughs) You weren't supposed to take the book, baby. Here's here's the thing. We're we're not probably going to explain this super clearly. No, don't go watch the movie to figure it out. Just here's, take our here's word for the it that gist it's of dumb. what happens. Mia writes Light's name into the book, intending for Light to give over ownership of the Death Note to her, and then she will burn his his name. Presumably, we don't know if that's true, but but the she, movie, but she said she loves him, and she's only going to do it. As blackmail so that he'll give her the death note and which then is, she'll save his life. Which is totally what a manipulative sociopath would do in those circumstances. Yeah. 100%. Plus, I mean, he is a bitch. It's true. But 
Light, still having the Death Note, says, okay, instead of that happening, I'm going to write out Mia. The it- super long, pro- like, I swear, he writes an essay question on, d- on freaking how to save his own life and kill Mia in the process. He straight up does, which is honestly the only clever thing he does. But what he writes out is essentially, if Mia tries to take the Death Note from me in this circumstance that I know will happen somehow... If that happens, she dies and I live through this complicated series and of things. Also and she it will somehow like, also prove that I accidentally, am not here. Yeah, and she accidentally tosses the notebook, or she tosses the page with my name in it into a fire, so I'm good. Right. Which, to be fair, works within the... the, the, the parameters. The parameters that the, the Death Note work in in this movie. It's it's horrible and it's dumb. It feels it, it feels like works. a Deus Ex Machina at the end, but it it at least fits within the rules of this universe. And it only feels like a Deus Ex Machina because Light has never once throughout this entire movie he's never shown been this clever that he is smart enough to pull the, to, to to even think of this. No, like he seems like the kind of guy that would be like Mia gives me back the Death Note, da- burns my name. And we make then out. We and make we out. become homecoming queen. <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and, then, and then we like totally have sex for a while. And then she doesn't die through some other means. And it's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to draw a picture of us doing it. <laughs> like Because I'm a teenager. That yeah. genuinely feels like the type of character that, that Light has been throughout this movie. But instead he comes up with this convoluted plan that actually kind of works in a, in a sense. And 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 he also writes two other names in it, being the guy that recovers the Death Note and the, the doctor that saves his life. Exactly. Right. Which we talked about at the very beginning, um, they, very briefly. That's the ending. Additionally, at the very end, he fesses, he confesses everything to his dad, the police chief, for no reason, like none whatsoever. Literally no his reason. Dad, his dad it. figures it out because he's like, "Hey, you you killed the mobster that killed our mom. Hey, that proves it. This blatantly obvious stuff that you did happen." I should have figured this out. Yeah, I guess that is what I did. He can still lie. Still lie there. Say it's a coincidence. Say he's a mobster and probably has a lot of folks who hate him. And also Kira kills criminals. It's it's probably no coincidence that he killed the mobster. There's so many ways he could explain this if he was an intelligent character like the character. But no, he's just like, yeah, you got me, dad. But the thing that is even crazier. The e- thing that is even crazier is that L has figured out that there is a page of the Death Note somewhere still, still in, in his Mia's house. Room. In, in Mia's, Mia's calculus room. book. Yeah. And through a random-ass dropped line that, that Light said earlier in the movie. And he has gone there, and he has gotten the page, and he is sitting there with the with a pin hovering over the, the Death Note, thinking about murdering Light. Clearly looking going- at a picture of Light, so he has the look in his face. And his this eyes. is the thing. It's not that that is a bad setup. Like, that is an interesting cliffhanger to end a movie on, to have, like, if you had set up this character to be this guy who, like, would never kill and is 100% absolute about, like, the law and justice and what's right, and he's sitting there with all the pressure of, this guy has murdered my father figure, and he will go on to continue murdering thousands of people if I don't stop him. That would be an interesting thing. But there is no reason for this guy, the way that this movie has portrayed him, to not just straight up be like, nah, I'm a murder light. And, and you, then, you don't see him write the name. You just see Ryuk show up at the hospital bed just like laughing and like, it's like, what's so funny? It's like, humans are so interesting. And then cut to credit. Yeah. And you don't know if <laughs> L like actually did it or not and became an interesting character or not. It tries to play it off like this all like, ooh, you like the sixth sense. You like twists. You like not knowing what's going on, right? Well, guess what? Does he kill him? 
or not. That's it's for you, you to decide. decide. <laughs> Did you like Inception? Well, you'll love this movie. Uh, can we talk about final thoughts now? Yes. Brian, start us off, my man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just have to come back to my original thoughts. I, I honestly believe that maybe one person in all of this material ragging you of the subject material, and that was L's character. Yeah. I don't even think the writer finished it. I think he just got it just, and he's like, I can make a movie with what I got. I don't have to finish this. Right. Um, feels really like a really cheap thriller movie. Like a cheap, like... Without any thrills. Yeah. No, it seems like if I had no subject matter to go on from the original Death Note, the D-Note to me would just be <laughs> the D-Note. a cheap thrill. Like, I would just be like, oh, it's a, she becomes a murdering, like, it's like a, a witch movie kind of thing. Like, oh, there's magic powers in this, you guys. Yeah. I, did you enjoy, like, did you have fun watching it? Yes, but at its expense. I'll, mm. I'll definitely say at its expense. There were some interesting ideas that they were trying to do, but all of them were very shallow and not like. Yeah. properly planned out. I don't know why they had a Blade Runner gun. Right. Which already had one that he took to the Professor X's They're old They're just really school. big fans of Blade Runner. Yeah. I, Apparently. I, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Was that supposed to like it lead into Watari's... It wasn't supposed to mean anything. That's the problem. Like there had to, like the writer had to have been like, oh, this this will be so deep. It'll like lead into Watari's like past to being like a super agent or something. It's not like, that. There has to be something that he was thinking. Like the thing it's he was just thinking a cool is, gun. It's just he, a cool gun. Exactly. That's all it was. Why? Was like, why not just a normal gun? I I really like Death Note. I really like Blade Runner, and I would really like to put this in here. So I'm gonna do it. Just doesn't feel like feel like film student to me, and that was the perfect opportunity for film student. That's, that's fair. <laughs> so, what what was your favorite part of the movie? Favorite part of the movie is Ryuk in general. Probably like my favorite scene with Ryuk is probably probably during the uh, press conference. Press conference, yes, thank you. During the press conference where he's just like really into L and like I like this guy better than you. Least favorite's hard. Least favorite's really hard. There's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah, probably the probably the homecoming scenes in general. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, because their clever idea for to like outwit these professional FBI agents, which apparently it works, is to get some guy that looks nothing like Light to put on his My Chemical Romance hat and <laughs> dance with me. And it's like, oh, that's him. We don't need to look any better. That there's the hat. Never mind faces. Whoever yeah. wears the hat is Light. Yes. What would you give it overall? Two D notes out of one. One D note out of five. <laughs> one D note. One D note. There is only one D note in this movie. Fair. Fair enough. That mm, that sounds appropriate. I I think I had a better time watching it this time than I did the first time I watched it, and I think it's because of how much misery it put Rick through. All right, all right. Let me <laughs> let me add a little to that. I like this. I had a much better time watching this than the Full Metal Alchemist thing because I didn't know what was going to happen in this movie. Whereas in Full Metal Alchemist, they were just doing a really bad job at telling a story I've seen before. Yeah. In this one, they're just telling a really bad story that I've never seen before. Because <laughs> it's something completely yeah, different. it's new and it's like, it's weird, cheesy thriller drama. I agree. I agree. And and the first time I watched it, I think I was... It was just, it was atrocious. I I mean, it's still that bad of it's a like movie. It's like watching The Room by yourself. There's no I, point. I guess, I guess. But it feels like they tried too hard with this one to come out with a result this bad. Honestly, I think my favorite part, we, we laughed several times at the jokes that we were making at the movie's yeah, expense. Yeah. Not really at the movie at all. 
but we I didn't talk about the soundtrack. That's that's what I'm about to okay, talk about. Yeah. Okay. Because I I wanted to say either Ryuk or Mia is my favorite part, but my favorite part of this movie has to be the soundtrack because it is so off tempo for what for what is happening in the movie. Like it's yeah, so not aligned. It's out of nowhere, out of context. It's just. What was the song that was playing as they were falling to their deaths? I can't Random remember. Random teenage music? No, it, it was it was some classic song, yeah, but it was, it was fantastic. And as soon as soon as it started up, we all three of us yeah. just started cracking up because it's it's so inappropriate. Like it's I, not it's not an inappropriate song, but it's inappropriate for the scene that's happening. Yeah. And then I really wish it was the song from Armageddon, the I don't wanna close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then when he's talking to his dad later, another song kicks up on that's like a love song, and I don't know why. Like, is that supposed yeah. to be like his like this is his coming out as like a genius moment song that he's in love or I I don't know. No, uh, it, it it makes no sense, and because it makes no sense, it's incredibly entertaining for us laughing at its expense. And that laughter was my favorite part of the movie. Yes, 100%. I agree. Yep. Um, yes. The laughter that I enjoyed at the movie's expense was my favorite part of the movie. My least favorite part of the movie. There's so much to choose from, but it has to be the acting of the guy who played Light. Good Lord, is it bad? Whew. It is so... It, it's like they took a high school drama student. And and this is not knocking any of you high school drama students out there who work really hard. But think of a stereotypical overacting, hamming it up kind of actor. And that's what you get at a character that's been written incredibly poorly. So not only is he written as a whiny, a whiny little brat... If but he's written, it's a hammy, whiny little brat. If he's been written as a whiny little brat, this guy knocked it out of the park in selling that to me. But he hammed it up too much. It's 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 terrible. I hate like so much. Maybe that's the character he created because he didn't know the subject matter. <laughs> Light in this movie is the worst part of the movie, which is a shame because he should be one of the best. Overall, as much fun as I may have had laughing at its expense with you guys, it, it was still not an enjoyable spirit experience overall. I if we want to watch a bad movie, if we want to have a bad movie night, I'm not including this on the list because yeah. it's not fun enough to do that with. <laughs> I give this half of a D note out of five. <laughs> the D note. This movie is awful. Like every single thing about it is is absolutely absolutely awful. Um, my my least favorite thing about it is has got to be all the missed opportunities because. Not only do you have the missed opportunities of the original series and how excellent it was, but you also have the missed opportunities of what they were, I guess, kind of trying to do with this movie and and how you could have made those choices interesting. Um, my favorite thing about it is something that I tweeted at the movie's expense while watching the movie, which was, this is an awful, awful, terrible movie, but it's a pretty decent me- music video. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did it, wait, wait, wait. Did you just say that your favorite part of the movie was one of your tweets? Yep. That is cheating. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie gets a zero out of five because screw this wait, movie. Wait, wait, what was your least favorite part of the movie? Uh, the thing that I said first. What you I just said first? you hated the movie and it was terrible. The missed no, opportunity. The missed opportunities, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's okay, what okay. I said. Yeah. But you've done that before. Are you allowed to keep doing missed opportunities? I, I hope so. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> um, if if I can't say the missed opportunities, then I'll I'll just say Light's character because of all the things that fail in this movie, Light's character fails the most. And I'm not going to put that on the actor. I think that he probably did whatever he was told to do. But whoever was telling him to do that, wherever that buck stops... 
Like that guy just just screwed up as hard as you can possibly screw well, up. Well, but my point is that it wasn't just a mistreatment of the character. He was also a really annoying character. Absolutely. Yeah. In every everything about this movie was the wrong decision. Everything. You you could not, I think I, I don't think you could try and make a more terrible version of this story than this movie did. You could might maybe make an equally terrible story, but you couldn't more thoroughly ruin what was interesting about the original version while saying absolutely nothing original of your own that's interesting. It's fascinating how horribly this movie fails at every single possible turn. And that's why I give it a zero D notes. Sure, D notes out of out of five. <laughs> this this movie is an absolute absolute 100% failure on every possible level. Netflix, and that's sad because you can see at least with the, the the guy who was playing L, you could see that he wanted to do something cool with this and and to be an interesting cool character with it. And the movie just just is the thing that he was doing just didn't work with the movie that was no. there. And that's not his fault. Netflix needs to get it in gear, man. They have too many bombs. Yeah. Man, between this and Bright, like I almost never want to watch a Netflix movie again. <laughs> I'm sure we will though. Where's Cloverfield set for you? Oh my god. No, that one was okay. There were it was better than these. I wouldn't go so far as to say okay. It was okay. I like to do that. If Dark they would just around. take the name Cloverfield off of it, I could like raise it up another two points, like gray wise. Where where'd you put it in- initially? I think it was two. Well, I guess not. Maybe one more point then. Uh, maybe I could get it up to a three just as a standard like sci fi filler movie sci-fi channel movie direct to tv i gotcha so you you'd, you'd bump it up to a three yeah because i mean there were fun Here, ideas in there here's the, the parallel thing world netflix needs to okay if they're gonna make bad movies that's fine sci-fi has done that for decades and made it marketable if you're gonna make bad movies though they need to be fun bad movies sharknado and so, yeah exactly well i don't Wait, go i know far, you don't like sharknado but a lot of people do and if you I don't can, think a lot of people like this movie. And if you can capture what makes Sharknado fun for people to watch, that's what you need to do. You need to make something good or something that people have a fun time watching, even though it's obviously not good. And this is neither of those things. It's just bad. I can't... I, I'm, I'm just... This makes me so sad. You don't want to close your eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Because <laughs> I miss you, baby. And you don't want to miss. Don't a- want to miss a thing. Well, you know what our listeners should try to avoid missing. My our singing. Po- no, they should definitely avoid that. <laughs> no, they should avoid missing our podcasts. And they can find more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at opinioncast on Twitter and opinionated podcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether that's your thoughts on one of our episodes or a movie suggestion. Uh, we can't wait to listen to what you guys are recommending to us, and uh, we always love hearing from you guys. If they've not made a porn parody of Death Note that's called the D-Note, that is a huge missed opportunity. <laughs> Brian, I think I think that needs to be your next passion project. <laughs> I get it, passion. Hey. Additionally, if you have a chance, please leave us a review on iTunes. Between you guys reaching out and sharing us with your friends, that's the best way we have of reaching out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening. But don't watch this movie.